Welcome to the Holmesville Church of the Brethren. This is the worship service for December 3rd, 2023. It is the season of Advent. Please join in our call to worship. How does a weary world practice peace? By listening before we speak and saying sorry when we need to. By advocating for justice and caring for our neighbor by practicing Sabbath and forgiving 70 times 7, by choosing grace over hate and opening the door for each other. There are a million ways to practice peace. With God's help, may we bring peace into a weary world. Amen. Holy God, we know that you are near. We know that you are standing at the door. You are running down the driveway. You are inviting us in, into your word, into relationship, and deeper into joy. So as we enter worship, O God, we pray, do not let us pass you by. Do not allow distraction or doubt to get the best of us. Do not let us walk down this road without you. Instead, give us the wisdom to turn and run your way. Give us the wisdom to hear your wisdom, to let it sink into our bones and change us. With hope and gratitude we pray. Amen. Throughout the world 
God of today and God of tomorrow, we come to you this morning to thank you for the way that joy binds us together. Thank you for contagious laughter, for inside jokes, for stories around dinner tables that can make us laugh until we cry. What a gift you have given us. Our text today reminds us that joy is better when shared, so today we thank you in particular for the Elizabeths and the Marys in our lives. Thank you for the people who spark joy in us. Thank you for the people who show us how to laugh. Thank you for those who declare, Blessed are you. In a moment of gratitude, we silently lift their names to you now. Holy God, although we know that joy is better when shared, there are days when that is easier said than done. Like Elizabeth, who stayed in isolation for months after receiving her good news, we too have a tendency to choose fear over joy. Without the help of someone at our door, we can often keep our joy to ourselves. So gracious God, when those days come, when the waters of fear rise, when isolation steals our joy, comfort us. Comfort us as a shepherd does his flock. Comfort us as we remember those for whom we are concerned. In silence, we raise their names to you. Gather us and them into your arms and carry us to safer ground that we might experience joy in the ways you have in store for us. And until that promised day, like Mary and Elizabeth, we will do our best to keep finding one another. Like Mary and Elizabeth, we will do our best to open the door to one another, to you, and to the joy that connection brings. In Jesus' name, Amen. Isaiah 40, 1-11 Comfort, O comfort, my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that she has served her term, that her penalty is paid, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries out, In the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all people will see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken." A voice says, Cry out. And I said, What shall I cry? All people are grass. Their constancy is like the flower of the field. 
The grass withers, the flower fades, when the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. Get you up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good tidings. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good tidings. Lift it up, do not fear. Say to the cities of Judah, Here is your God. See, the Lord God comes with might, and his arm rules for him. His reward is with him and his recompense before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms and carry them in his bosom and gently lead the mother sheep. Luke 1, 24-45 After those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived, and for five months she remained in seclusion. She said, This is what the Lord has done for me when he looked favorably on me and took away the disgrace I have endured among my people. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. In those days Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leapt for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment 
of what was spoken to her by the Lord. How does a weary world rejoice? We find joy in connection. Pastor Shannon Kirshner tells this story. When my oldest child was about three years old, my mother gave Hannah a book about the birth of Jesus, and they immediately read it together. The book started the story at the point when the angel Gabriel comes to tell Mary what is going to happen to her. The book stated, and when the angel told Mary she was going to have the baby Jesus, Mary was very happy. At that point, three-year-old Hannah stopped my mother. Well, actually, Nini, she said, that's wrong. Mary was afraid. My mother looked back at Hannah and her serious little face and said, I think you're right, Hannah. I imagine Mary was afraid. Of course, Mary was afraid. Something unbelievable had just happened to her. She had just seen an angel appear, for one thing. And scriptural angels have got to be frightening creatures. In Ezekiel, some angels have four faces and wheels covered in eyes all around. Daniel sees a man clothed in linen with a belt of fine gold from Uphaz around his waist. His body was like burl, his face like the appearance of lightning, his eyes like flaming torches, his arms and legs like the gleam of burnished bronze, and the sound of his words like the sound of a multitude. Daniel 10, 5 and 6. The angel in Mary's vision is not described, but we can bet it didn't look like our concept of gentle, smiling women in flowing robes. Do not be afraid, is what most angels say to humans at some point, and they wouldn't say it if they didn't have to. And it wasn't just the angel's appearance that was frightening, it was the message Here is Mary, probably around 13 years old, with her future mapped out before her. Like other girls of the village her age, she was betrothed to a local man. She was preparing to leave her parents' house and move in with her husband after her upcoming marriage, and that is scary enough. But now her entire world is upended. She has been told she has been chosen to give birth to the Messiah. With eyes wide and heart racing with excitement and fear, she says yes, but not before the angel throws her a lifeline. And now, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren for nothing will be impossible with God. Luke says Mary went with haste. I imagine Mary ran. I bet it did not take her much time to explain what she could to her parents and pack up a hairbrush. Mary knew if what the angel had told her could be trusted, Elizabeth's home could be her sanctuary. There she would find shelter from the storm. 
In 2016, singer-songwriter Carrie Newcomer wrote of such a time for her. It's a song called Sanctuary. It illustrates the kind of sanctuary we all, like Mary, seek when things get difficult. Here are some of the words. Will you be my refuge, my haven from the storm? Will you keep the embers warm when my fire's all but gone? Will you remember and bring me sprigs of rosemary, be my sanctuary till I can carry on? This one knocked me to the ground. This one dropped me to my knees. I should have seen it coming, but it surprised me. In a state of true believers on streets called us and them, it's going to take some time till the world feels safe again. Will you be my refuge, my haven in the storm? Will you keep the embers warm when my fire's all but gone? Will you remember and bring me sprigs of rosemary? Be my sanctuary till I can carry on. Do you imagine Elizabeth watching for Mary from her window? Or do you imagine the visit was a surprise? Did Elizabeth come out to invite Mary in, or did Mary burst through the door, forgetting to knock? In either case, I imagine a welcoming smile, a warm embrace. John the Baptist, a prophet, even before he was born, gave a leap of joy when Mary approached. And Elizabeth, a prophet in her own right, shouted out, Blessed are you among women, my Mary, and blessed is that God-baby growing inside you. Such words of affirmation. I imagine those words... Echoing the angel's own words unloosed some of the knot of fear that had to be in Mary's middle. And simply seeing Elizabeth herself pregnant with another of God's miracles had to calm Mary. Sure, she was still that unmarried peasant girl from an occupied country, pregnant and in trouble with society. But Elizabeth saw the truth. God had chosen Mary. God had favored Mary. God had blessed Mary. And Elizabeth spoke those truths in Mary's ears. I imagine the three months Mary spent with Elizabeth to be a blessed time. Those two first-time mothers shared their joys and fears, their wonder and the baffling changes their pregnancies brought. They were sanctuary to one another. Although the scripture doesn't exactly say so, I imagine Mary helped Elizabeth at the time of John's birth and shared in the exuberance of Elizabeth's joy as the shame of Elizabeth's childlessness melts away. And Elizabeth's faith in Mary gave Mary the strength to return to her own home, Mary gained the wisdom there to be sanctuary to Jesus, to raise him in right paths, to teach him what he would need to know for his lifetime of ministry. Brothers and sisters, 
none of us is supposed to live this life alone. We need each other. We need connection and affirmation. We need someone to see God at work in us, and we need to look for God at work in others and to affirm it aloud. We are to be sanctuary to one another. May we, like Elizabeth and Mary, trust that God is coming to save and free us. May we, like them, give thanks that God has taken away our shame and then respond to God's love by welcoming the shameful. May we, like them, be a community that supports each other as we hope and wait. Let us pray. God, we ask that you bless us with sanctuary in one another. Help us to bless one another with acceptance and encouragement. In Jesus' name, amen.
Family of faith, as you leave this place, you go into a weary world, so speak tenderly. Do the good that is yours to do. Choose connection. Hold on to hope. And remember that Christ took on flesh for you. You are God's beloved. So go rejoicing. The world needs it. Amen.